0: What's up, y'all? It's Shel P., the host of Mastering single Podcast, coming to you with this brand new episode. Hope you had a wonderful week, and I pray that your weekend will be even better. You guys, I'm so excited for tonight's episode. Truly, I believe tonight's episode will greatly encourage you. It is a faith booster episode, for sure, by God's grace. And um, I really want to go ahead and unpack this a little bit. It's not going to be a long episode, but because there's just so much wisdom within this bible passage i believe god is going to speak to you in a special way through this episode now before i go ahead and get straight to it i just want to again remind you all concerning our recent series who are you we launched a series who are you via our youtube channel jlp network so if you have not checked that out i strongly recommend you to go ahead and watch parts one two and three and let me know under the comment section of the videos your takeaways from the whole series your takeaway perhaps from part one or part two or again the entire series and if you know someone who currently is going through uh, mental illnesses or having trouble within their mental health or someone who just doesn't know um clearly who their identity and who um, are in desperate need of understanding who they are in christ and wanting to embrace their god-given identity or wanting to know what that even means i strongly recommend you to go ahead and share with them the series again the series you can find it at our youtube channel jlp network y'all and also this february right the current month that we're in we are going to be celebrating four years of the Master Single Podcast. So stay tuned concerning that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and share certain things via my Instagram page, which is its underscore underscore JLP. Again, at its underscore underscore JLP. If you have not been following us on Instagram, I strongly recommend you to go ahead and follow us because truly our Instagram page, just like this podcast, is to encourage, challenge, and inspire you to live life to the fullest. Is to help you to master your trust in God. And also by following us, following us on Instagram, you're able to keep updated with what is going on within our ministries, what you can expect as well in 2022 from the Mastering Single Podcast. And so I'm excited for that. I hope that you are able to also share your testimonies with me, how this podcast has been a blessing to you. Um, how has it encouraged you in your faith walk with the Lord? How has it helped you if you're a single to really be confident in your singleness, trusting God when it comes to your um, future spouse, trusting God when it comes to your purpose and all that. I I truly always um, would like to hear from you, and I'm happy when I do hear from you. And so thank you for all the years where you have just been plugged into this podcast and have been truly, you know, supporting this podcast and this ministry. It means a lot to me. And again, you know, it brings me great joy to speak life into you, to encourage you, and to point you closer to Jesus in every aspect of your life. Now, from that being said, y'all, I want to go ahead and go straight now to this episode, unpack it for you, okay? Okay. And so the title of tonight's episode is Do You Believe God Is Able to Do What You Ask For? I'm gonna say this again Do you believe God is able to do what you ask for? This episode is actually sharing a a preview of a sermon that I'll be releasing on a later date. So for more details on that, again, I strongly recommend you to go ahead and follow me on Instagram so that way you can know how you will be able to access that future uh, sermon. But for tonight's episode, I want us to focus on John 11 verses 21 to 28. And for those of you who are familiar with the podcast, who are loyal listeners, you listen and tune in every Friday. You've probably heard me share the story of Lazarus before, but for this episode, I want to focus on Martha, um, who is Lazarus' sister, and as well as Mary's sister, um, Mary Magdalene, who Jesus delivered from um, the demons, right? And who Jesus set free and who truly became a close friend um, with Jesus and even you can say a disciple of Jesus because she followed Jesus's teaching and she understood that Jesus because of how um, he delivered her she was completely free for life and she had a new life her old life passed away and she was living a brand new life a life that we would call the abundant life or as rather Jesus said the abundant life the full life And so Martha, because she is, you know, Mary's sister, I'm pretty sure she knew of uh, Mary's deliverance story. I'm pretty sure she knew, of course, that Jesus delivered her sister. And that is why, you know, Jesus even was, you know, close with Martha and Lazarus. But unfortunately, within um, this Bible passage, we are aware that their brother Lazarus died and he has been dead for four years for four um, days okay and so Jesus heard about the death of Lazarus but however he was not in a rush to get to the burial site um, because he knew that God the father allowed Lazarus to die because he wanted his son right he wanted for um, those who are disciples of Jesus Christ at the time to see the power of God through his son by bringing someone to life by resurrecting Lazarus What I want us to focus on right here, though, is um, verse 21. Again, I'm going to say this again. The meditative scriptures is coming from John 11, verse 21 to 28. And very quickly, I just want to go ahead and read the passage. So starting with verse 21, it says, y'all, Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, Jesus said to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? This is what Jesus said to Martha. Do you believe this? And then Martha responded to the Lord in verse 27. Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who was to come into the world. Verse 28. After she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside. The teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. Okay? So wherever you are, if you have the Bible app, the you Vision Bible app, I want you to go ahead and highlight these scriptures. John 11, verse 21 to 28. If you have a physical Bible, I again encourage you to highlight these verses. John 11, verses 21 to 28. Now again, to refresh our memory, the title of this episode is, Do You Believe God is Able to Do What You Ask For? Let's go ahead and read 21 to 22, verses 21 to 22. Martha says, Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. I'm going to pause right there. Clearly, Martha understood that Jesus carried the power of God with him. Martha understood that Jesus was special. Jesus was not like any modern day prophets at, at that time. And Martha was familiar with the story of Jesus delivering her sister Mary Because remember, Mary was demon possessed and Jesus delivered, delivered her of her demons and she was freed and she had a new life. And it's because of Mary that Martha and Lazarus also had a friendship with Jesus Christ as well. And so it's very fascinating that she said here, if you were here, my brother would not have died. Okay, and so that's very powerful right there. But. What I found interesting, too, is verse 22. And this is one of the verses I want you to go ahead and pay close attention to. This is what Martha said to Jesus in verse 22. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. That is so powerful here. So in verse 21, she recognized that if Jesus was present, Lazarus would have never died. Because Jesus would have already healed Lazarus. Because, you know, if Lazarus died due to an illness, she knew that Jesus was able to heal that illness. So that illness would not have led to death. But in verse 22, she also recognized, okay, my brother died. But I know even now, Lord, that God will do whatever you ask. This is coming from Martha's mouth. But what I found so interesting is here, Martha in verse 22 says, okay, Jesus, but even though, you know, in her head, perhaps she's saying this too, but even though, you know, he died, but I know even now God is able to do whatever you ask. If you go down, if you go down to verses um, 27, go down to verses 27. You see, Jesus was talking to uh, Martha in verse 25. But when you go down to verse 27, she responded back to Jesus saying, yes, Lord. She replied, the verse says, I believe that you are the Messiah, the son of God, who is to come into the world. But if you go to verses 26, Jesus is literally challenging Martha, just like you would say Jesus had challenged Peter. Peter. When Jesus said to Peter that you're going to, you know, deny me three times before this, you know, before this rooster crow, you're going to deny me three times. But Peter was, you know, he kept saying to um, Jesus, Peter, right? He kept saying to Jesus, no, 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 this, there's no way I'm going to deny you. I love you too much, Lord. You know, I'm in it for life. I can never deny you. You are my everything and so forth. But yet. Jesus already prophesied to Peter. Jesus already foreknew that Peter was going to deny him three times. This is what I'm feeling in regards to this particular interaction that Martha is having with Jesus. All right. Because you see, clearly Martha understand, again, Jesus is a special person person jesus carries the power of god she understands that jesus was not like the modern day prophets of her time he was not like the priests. he was not like the teachers of the law at the time and she understood that jesus himself was different from than um john right john the baptist john the baptist they knew him as a powerful man of god but they could clearly see some distinction between jesus and john the baptist because jesus were, was doing things that john the baptist never did He carried the power of God. He was doing and performing miracles that no one had ever witnessed before his time, before his coming. And she even said with her own mouth. In verse 23. Right? Excuse me, not verse 23, but verse 22. She even said with her own mouth. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. This is what she's saying to Jesus. But however, if you go down to the to the scriptures here, you see um, verses for excuse me, twenty five to twenty seven. You see, there's an interaction between Martha and Jesus because Jesus could pinpoint that Martha. Yes, she said boldly in verse twenty two that whatever jesus acts of god that god will grant it to him but jesus could identify in martha's heart that she was speaking right with boldness yes it it seems like she had great faith but there was an inch there was a measure of doubt within martha martha was speaking right she was talking to talk but it's like the faith measure was not there in martha there was a a, a bit of a doubting going on in martha and we know from the book of james James says that, you know, it's never going to go well with someone who is double-minded. It's never going to go well with someone who is double-minded. It's like a person that is being tossed to and fro, just like the waves in the sea. Because that person is always indecisive. One day they believe, one day they do not believe. One day they believe, one day they do not believe. One day they say Jesus is Lord, the next day they say Jesus was only a prophet. And so let's quickly go ahead and read Um, Those, those verses that I'm saying here, let's go ahead and start to um, verse 23. And we're going to go all the way down to verse 27, because I want you all to really get this with great clarity. I want you to really get this with great clarity. So verse 23, after Martha answered to Jesus in verse 22, but I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask for. Listen to what verses 23 to 27 is saying here, guys. Jesus said to her. Your brother will rise again. Okay? Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Verse 27, finally, guys, this is what Martha said. Yes, Lord, she replied, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. I'm going to pause right there. This is so powerful. The interaction that's going on with Jesus and Martha. Jesus is literally testing Martha's faith. Jesus is not only testing Martha's faith, but Jesus is testing what Martha asked. Yes, in verse 22, Martha was saying to Jesus, yes, I know, you know, whatever you ask God, he will grant it to you. But Jesus knew deep down, this is what Martha wanted for Lazarus. This is what Martha wanted for her brother. Martha wanted the same thing. It's, it's, it's basically, for example, Martha saying to Jesus, I know that what I know that if you do something right now, that my my brother is able to come back. But however, she did not completely, fully utter it unto the Lord, unto God. And God was was literally in front of Martha's face because we understand from the Bible that Jesus Christ is is the manifestation of God in the flesh. He is God in the flesh. And so when Jesus heard Martha said this, he was astounded. He was, you know, he, he loved that she said that. But you can see that Jesus was challenging Martha because Jesus wanted to increase Martha's faith. Or rather, he wanted for Martha to really believe what it is that he, she was asking. Although she didn't make it seem like as if she was asking. But clearly Jesus knew which, you know, what what position or what direction that she was going into. Because clearly, this is, what, this is what Jesus said in verse 23 to her. It says, Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. And this is clearly what Martha wants. And this is clearly what Mary wants. Although Mary wasn't present at that moment. This is what Martha wants. And in verse 21, this is what she wants so bad to the point where that she said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. If you had been here, my brother would have not died. And she goes further and says, but I know even now, God will give you whatever you ask. I want you to go ahead and highlight or underline that even now, that phrase, even now. And so she said, but I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. And look, look, y'all, as soon as Jesus says exactly what it is, her soul is desperately wanting to hear. She goes ahead and, and flip everything and says to Jesus, Let's go ahead and quickly read 23 again, because I want you all to really get this. She said, Jesus said to her, right? Your brother will rise again. And Jesus literally said this right after she said, but I know that even now, here's that phrase again, that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus literally answered her with what he knew was going on in her heart, what she desperately wanted. And that was for her brother Lazarus to come back to life. And now that Jesus has given her the answer that her heart desired. In verse 24, she goes ahead. You would have thought that she would say, oh my goodness. Thank you, Lord. I'm so happy. I rejoice. Oh my gosh. That is awesome. My brother is going to rise again. She instead says to Jesus, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. I want to pause right there. I want to pause right there. I want you all to understand. That whenever you are asking God of something, or perhaps whatever that it is you've read from God's word, that God already clearly said is yours, that God already clearly said is ours, when we're bringing that word back to the Lord, God wants us to give him our yes concerning that word right then and there. He doesn't want us to give our yes tomorrow for that word that we just read in the word of God that we're bringing forth back to him in prayer. When you are praying or bring a request unto the Lord in the secret place while you're worshiping him and you're thinking of um, thinking of all of his faithfulness and goodness towards you and you're saying, God, I would, I pray that you will bless me with more. Or I pray that you would do this for me. I pray that you'd give me a, a miracle or give me a breakthrough. God is not wanting for you to say, Lord, give me the breakthrough tomorrow. God is wanting you to say, Lord, give me the breakthrough today. This is how Jesus responded to her. Again. He said in verse 25, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And in verse 26, and whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? He goes ahead and challenges Martha and says, do you believe this? Because he understood Martha. Yes, she knows that Jesus is able to do whatever it is that he wants to do right. Because clearly, again, in verse 23, she said, even now, God will give you whatever you ask for. How in the world then that, that even now turn to Martha, I know that God will bring my brother back to life during the last day. So Martha is looking for the answer in a future time. When she knows that she needs the answer for right now. And this is why Jesus went ahead and gave her a short theology session. And said to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. I am the res- resurrection and the life. Martha in verse 21 calls Jesus Lord. So she understand the power that Jesus carried. She understand that Jesus carries the, the impossible. She understood that Jesus carries miracles. And she's seen Jesus done miracles before, even when it came to her sister Mary. And so Jesus gives Martha the, 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 the response that she was looking forward to receive from the Lord. And that is your brother will rise again. But yet now she herself is pushing the breakthrough in a far direction. She is now pushing her breakthrough, the deliverance, the answered prayers concerning Lazarus. That they would hope that, you know, he would come back to life. That this would not be it for Lazarus. She instead says to the Lord in response to the Lord saying your brother will rise again instead of saying oh my goodness hallelujah glory to God (laughs) amen that's what I'm looking for Lord that's what I've been praying for that's what I was hoping for she goes ahead and answers Jesus not with a thank you Lord but instead that oh yeah I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day how many of us we've done this before when we pray we say God you know um bless me to be in good health or God, you know, bless me to be debt free. And you, and you're believing for the debt cancellation to happen in this season. And you're like, well, I know that it's going to happen for me after, you know, next year or, you know, and so it's like, we ask for something and we ask it with such confidence at times, but yet when it comes time to really believe, we don't believe for that thing to happen. And so Jesus in verse 26 is saying to Martha, do you believe this? Because clearly again, Jesus could could understand, could see that Martha did not believe. Martha in in this particular interaction, you can say she was like the Pharisees. She knew of the law, right? She knew of the promises of God. She knew of the prophecies of old in regards to the resurrection. But she clearly missed that the resurrection was looking at her dead in her eyes. That Jesus was the resurrection in their life. That he was the one that holds all the answers to life's difficulties, to life situations that are out of their reach, to life situations that are, you know, that, that are overwhelming without his strength, without his wisdom consoling them. And so I want for us to clearly see this. To see the distinction between axing and believing i'm gonna say this again i want you to see this distinction between axing and believing many of us are axing my friends but we are not believing i'm gonna say this again many of us are axing but we are not believing you see there's a there's there's particular scriptures in the bible that says when you ask believe that you have asked what when you ask believe that you received because it's when you believe that you receive that you will get what you ask for. So many of us, we think that we're believing when we're asking, but what it really is, us being hyped up. What it is, is us being excited. What it is, is us being emotional, but it's not necessarily, necessarily us believing in what it is that we're asking. My goodness. And so sometimes you're like, my gosh, why is this not breaking for me? Why I'm not getting this breakthrough? Why I'm not getting this result? Why I cannot seem to receive clarity for this matter or to receive the answer for this matter. Sometimes it's not because you're not asking. It's not because you're not praying enough. It's not because you're not fasting enough. But it's because you're asking, but yet you're not believing. And there are people that will say, well, you should not tell people that. You should not tell people that. There are people today that at times try to water down sugarcoat Christianity so much that it's keeping so many people in bondage. It's keeping so many people stuck in the same cycles. But yet God has challenged each and every one of us to have greater faith and to believe what it is that we're asking him to do. God is not wanting us to just keep on asking Without believing in what we're asking. And so it's clearly important that we challenge ourselves. Myself included. That when I'm asking of the Lord concerning something. That I truly believe that he is the res- resurrection. That he is the life. That he is the one that holds all the answers. Amen. So now, how can we know that we, when we are asking... That we are believing what it is that we're asking. One of the ways, my friends, we are able to know this is when doubt is not in the picture. Because you see in the interaction that Mary is having with Jesus again in John 11, verse 21 to 28, we see that Mary understands again. It's not because she she does not know of the power of God. And this is the same for us. When we are asking, it's not because we don't know God is all-powerful. We know God is all-powerful. But however, although we know God is all powerful, for some reason, we still struggle with a measure of doubt. We still struggle with a measure of doubt. And at times doubt doesn't look like unbelief. At times doubt looks like, for for example, what Martha just did. She, She did what? She did what when Jesus, asked, when Jesus said that Lazarus would rise again? Instead of her believing right then and then that Jesus would resurrect Lazarus, what, what instead she did, she postponed it. She postponed the miracle. She postponed the miracle. And so if Jesus literally was listening to Martha's request, they would have only have seen their brother again on the day of resurrection. Meaning the day where all of us would unite with Jesus on Judgment Day. We you know, Judgment Day for the righteous, those of us who believe in Jesus Christ, is going to be a day of great rejoicing. But we know on Judgment Day, those who do not believe in Jesus Christ, is going to be a day of great torment. And so if, if Jesus was a Lord, right, a God who was not persistent to get, the faith out of Martha if Jesus was a god who you know when he noticed that we're struggling with doubt and he would just say you know what i'm i'm not going to per- persevere with them here in this matter i'm not going to try to um encourage them to increase their faith i'm just going to go ahead and 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 take their word for it if Jesus took Martha's word y'all her brother Lazarus would have been resurrected on the last day just like she said it Because what she was saying was not a lie; it's true; it's written. And so sometimes doubt does not manifest as if you don't believe God is all powerful. That's not the issue. Sometimes, sometimes God. Sometimes, excuse me, doubt is when you are postponing the miracle. When you, instead of saying thank you, Jesus, for my miracle, you're saying, oh my goodness, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep on believing that Jesus is going to give me the miracle for another time. But God is wanting your yes right now. And so when we're praying, we have to put in our mind that God is the God who is outside of time. Again, God is the God who is greater than time, space, and matter. Even if something or someone says, you know, you have a terminal disease, there's no solution for this disease, there's no cure for it. Instead of you operating in that realm, which is this realm which is this physical world and taking that report that the doctor gives you you instead operate outside of that realm into the supernatural realm of God and understanding that God is the one who made your body and God is the one who made every organ in your body therefore God is the one who could renew that organ can cure you of that disease your destiny is not dependent on man but your destiny is dependent on God I'm gonna say this again your destiny is not dependent on man, your destiny is dependent on God. Now there are certain instances, there are certain seasons where God is going to use people to bless you, right? Where God is going to use people to take you from a place to another place. But at at the end of the day, it's strongly um, necessary for you to remind yourself that yet even God uses people There are times where people are limited, but God is limitless. And so I know there's certain things that even if I go to the president or if I go to a king of some nation for the answer, they might not give it to me because they're just a human being. But I can go to the God who has all the answers. And this is what Jesus was wanting Martha so desperately to understand. And this is why he says again in verse 26, do you believe this? It's literally like Jesus was saying, yo, Martha, do you believe this? Because I'm telling you, your brother will rise again. You're telling me this whole story about the resurrection, the last day. Girl, we're not at the last day. We're right here. <laughs> you're crying. You're weeping. You even made me cry, right? Because I'm so moved by your pain and the pain of those who love your brother, Lazarus. And so you're, you're, you're weeping, right? You're you're crying. You know, it, it's moving and compelling me to do this miracle. Amen. To do this miracle. Which leads me to this point here in the episode, guys. The weight of words. You can go ahead and write this down. The weight of words. The weight of words. I want you to understand that words carry great weight. And I also want you to understand the weight of words weighs differently when it comes from God. I'm going to say this again. The weight of words weighs differently when it comes from God. Let's go ahead and go back to verse 26 and 27. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and go back to 26 all the way to 28. Verse 26. Jesus says, and whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Verse 27. Yes, Lord. She replied, which this is Martha. I believe that you are the Messiah, the son of God, who is to come into the world. Verse 28, after she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside. The teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. Hmm. What is interesting, y'all, verse 28 here, it says that Martha said the teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. Martha is saying that Jesus was asking for Mary, but clearly within this this you know these texts you don't really see where jesus is asking um for mary that's very interesting right there but what i indeed want us to focus on again as we're talking about the weight of words is how quickly martha's mindset changed from doubting what it is that she was asking of the lord to now believing what it is that jesus is saying to her and so she didn't even say only lord this time because in verse 21 She acknowledged Jesus as Lord. But verse 27, not only does she acknowledge Jesus as Lord, but she says, I believe that you are the Messiah. I believe that you are the Messiah. Oh, my goodness. I believe that you are the Messiah. And so even in verse 21, 22, even into verse 23, right, she understood, yes, Jesus carried power. He had great power. But it's like a part of Martha still didn't quite fully believe that Jesus was the son of God. But here is her great confession of that. Here is her great confession of that in verse 27. Yes, Lord, she replied, I believe you are the Messiah, the son of God. So this whole time, yes, they were great friends with Jesus. Martha was great friend with Jesus, but a part of her did not fully believe that that he was the son of God. But because of the weight of Jesus' word, when he said that those who believe in me, they will never die, right? And whoever lives by believing in me, he will never die. The word that came from Jesus' mouth was so weighty in Martha's ears that she could not help herself but saying to herself, My gosh, this is the Messiah. This must be the Messiah. This must be the man, the God, a, a man that will rise the souls, of God's people on the day of resurrection, on the last day. And she was so shocked, but this is a good shock. She was so shocked at what Jesus was telling her, at the revelation that Jesus was telling her, that she said, verse 28, in verse 28, it tells us that she said to her sister, Mary, the teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. But clearly right here, y'all, I don't see work." You know Jesus was asking for Mary that's very interesting but it shows too it, it paints the picture to us that there are times when Jesus speak to you or Jesus speak within a situation that you're going through that is going to lead you to testify of that power of his power to other people that you cannot stop yourself from telling of others of the power of God and what is possible with God because clearly Martha understood once Jesus said those statements something was going to happen Something supernatural was going to happen. She knew that Jesus was going to bring her brother to life. But it wasn't until that moment that she believed. And so, my friends, as we get ready to close this episode, I want to share this with you. Because I know a lot of you, you have been praying, you have been interceding, you have been doing all it is that you know to do, right? Amen. Many of us, we've been through certain, you know, circumstances that that seem bigger than life. Especially, you know, when it comes to the coronavirus. All around the world, both believers and non-believers alike. They have been hit very hard with death after death after death. I know my, for me, um, I'm going to a memorial service tomorrow. And I came from one just this past Saturday. Um, and so it's it's really it's really difficult for many people for many people during this time and people are desperate to to see miracles they are desperate to see the supernatural and so they're saying to themselves at times I'm praying though I'm asking though in faith and yet perhaps at times we have been asking God for something out of only desperation but not with faith Perhaps at times we ask God for something he's already said is ours in his word with hope, but not with certainty that we will have it. Perhaps we've been saying what we know God is able to do in the future, but we have been doubting what he can do right now. Again, Martha says to Jesus in verse 22, but I know even now God will give you. What you asked for. And not even that long after. In verse 27. After Jesus said her brother would rise again. She said to. um, She said to Jesus. That I know this is going to happen. For my brother Lazarus. On resurrection day. She didn't say to Jesus. I believe this is going to happen. At this moment. Instead she accepted or believed. It would happen. Only at the last day. The day of resurrection. Not after four days had went by since her brother died. And now she's seeing the face of God. Jesus, God. Jesus is God in the flesh. She is seeing the face of God. The resurrection and the life. And clearly she believed in the power of God that rested upon Jesus. And she herself said, but I know even now. In verse 22 she said again, but I know even now God will give you what you ask for. And when that time that opportunity presented itself to Martha to just say yes to God, to just say yes to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I know you are able to resurrect my brother. You, I know he's able to rise again right here, right now, this very moment. She rather postponed the miracle of seeing Lazarus bringing, you know, bring, you know, Jesus bringing Lazarus back to life. But I'm so, so grateful that we serve a God who sees what it is that we're in desperate need of and he will continue to work with us. He will continue to work and increase our faith. The more that you ask, the more that you're willing to open up his Bible as well. The word, the written word of God. It says that faith comes by hearing God's word. And so when you make that a discipline to pour yourself into God's word, you best believe he's gonna increase your faith. And it's because of that, keep. That back and forth interaction that Jesus was having with Martha that began to build up her faith. Because in the beginning she again she was asking. She was like the Pharisees. Yes, she believed that it is written that, you know, this is going to happen on the day of resurrection. But Jesus was trying to take that out of Martha an unstoppable faith out of Martha to believe I am looking at the Messiah. I am looking at the son of God. I've seen what he has done for my sister. If he had did this thing for my sister, then you best believe that he is able to do this for my brother Lazarus. Though he died, I know that even now that he can get whatever he asks of God. I hope that you were greatly encouraged by this episode and I hope and pray that you would continue to believe all things are possible with Christ Jesus. Until next time, this was your sister in Christ, Joel. Peace out. Take care.